welcome to the Home Medic. You're listening to the segment on Household Hazmat. Welcome back to the Home Medic, where we help to keep your money in your wallet, your family out of the hospital. Heidi Hansen. Hey, we're back. We are back. This segment, I want to talk about something that we briefly hit in the previous one, and that's what not to do with household hazmat. Okay, hazmat. Has meaning short for hazardous, and mat meaning short for materials. Yes. Just in case they didn't hear Just the previous in case you didn't podcast. The pre- <laughs> Heidi wins once again, <laughs> keeping me on track. So let's say that as a result of this, you're going back to your home and you're going to look through your garage and maybe you've got some grease rags that are going to burn, you know, and Mm. those are ignitable. So they actually do meet the definition of hazmat. Let's say you've got paint cans and solvent. And let's say that one of those solvent, you know, the paint cans have been there for 10 years and the solvent has been there for five does that does the paint get more hazardous as it sits there? I mean, does five um, years, ten years even matter? I'm going to say no, but once the paint is that old, I mean, you're not going to use it. No, this is what I have done, though, just in case anybody else is in this situation. I've wanted to hang on to the cans because you got the whole formula on there, and in case you ever want to repaint with that color, if you don't have the formula, you're stuck. And I'm one of those custom paint girls. So yeah. I've got a new trick, though, and that is I just pull off the lid, I save the lid and let right. it completely dry out. It's much easier to store, and I don't have to try to write it all down. Exactly, yeah. Save the lid, throw the can away. Yeah. But uh, throw the can away after you have removed the lid for long enough that the paint solidifies. Then you can throw it in the garbage. Yeah, it kind of dries out a little bit. Or you can take it to the uh, city household hazmat disposal facility, and that is not the same as the garbage. They take that and deal with that separately. Mm, okay, good to know. Yeah, so let's say we've taken care of the paint can. Now we've got this solvent that uh, hasn't been used in five years. There is a risk with the solvent of that actually corroding through the can. Oh, now that's good to know. Because, yeah, I think, why replace it? Why go spend money when you've already got a can sitting there? Right. Yeah, and, you know, and we probably all have this, but we just have stuff that we've stored in the garage and then forgotten about. And Uh chances that we're going to use it again are pretty much zero. Chances are you can't find it when you want it. You have to go buy a new one. (laughs) I hate to say that, but. You'll have it, but you won't know that you have it. That happens at my house, too. I know I have it. I just don't know where. So. Now I have to go buy another one. Yeah. (laughs) Guilty as charged myself. So you've got that sort of thing going on. The the only thing that is going to happen to that can is it's going to sit there until it corrodes through. And then you've got this flammable material that is leaking out. Drizzling, leaking, dripping. And it's coming in contact with whatever other chemicals are in there. Maybe you've got the fertilizer going. And then... Yikes. Who knows what chemical reaction happens next? And that would be the $10 versus the $10,000 fix. Better to buy the new solvent than deal with a fire. Right. Yeah. By the way, Heidi, you mentioned in the last segment that you used Clorox to cover a urine smell. I do love Clorox. And urine has an ammonia base, and the last thing you ever want to do is mix chlorine and ammonia because... From what I understand, that creates kind the of the gas. equivalent of a mustard gas. Yeah, it does. I've actually done that once before, a long, long time ago, when I was a young housewife and playing around with my chemicals, you know, trying to figure out what worked <laughs> best. that's what all young housewives <laughs> because do. Because I wanted to find out what worked best. 
little bit Oops. of Clorox, a little bit of ammonia. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Proof. I've, I have newt. I've learned better. <laughs> that wasn't a pleasant breathing experience. Uh, no, yeah. not quite like the essential oil experience. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be different. That's right. So what not to do? You know, we've talked about you know not just storing it and knowing what is in your garage, knowing what is underneath the sinks, and if you're not going to use it, you get rid of it properly. Should we talk about other things you don't do? Oh, why not? I can fight you on everything. Yeah, fight me on, on <laughs> I'll all either fight you or agree with you. Should we play yeah. fight you or agree with you? Fight, I like, fight I like or agree. Fighting. Throw it out there and I'll either declare fight, it a fight fighting. or an agreement. So how about dumping to the drain? You know, Dumping to the drain. So hmm. More what, details. Let's say that I have this half can of solvent that is five years old. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, I really know better than to just put it in the garbage can because then it's going to go into the garbage truck where it's going to be compressed and that solvent is going to be splashed all over the place. Who knows if there is a combustible factor or if it, it might want to explode. Who knows what it's going to do. Mm. And if that doesn't happen, it's still going to be dumped in the landfill where this half gallon of solvent is going to go into the groundwater. Right. So I'm thinking, okay, I don't want to do that, so let's do something a little bit more responsible. I'm going to go dump it down the sewer drain where Mm. it's going to be treated by the sewer treatment plant. Fight. Fight. Fight you. That is not a good idea. (laughs) That is not a good idea. There is all kinds of, really, they they do treat the water, but there's a lot of things that just don't really come out when they treat it. It, We're having problems with that. I mean, Yeah, sewer treatment plants are meant for dealing with bacteriologics. And organics, they basically, which means that stuff that gets flushed down the toilet and, and the stuff that gets flushed from the dishwasher, they are not designed for dealing with solvents and thinners and nastiness like that. Yeah, so yeah. So you picked correctly, Heidi. All right, I'm feeling Don't lucky. dump stuff down the drain. <laughs> so I'm thinking, okay, let's go back to the average male, and I'm thinking, all right, well, I guess I won't dump it down the drain. So I guess I'll take it on the uh, out, and I'll dump it. Maybe I'll dig a hole with a shovel first so mm. that I can cover it over, and I'm going to dump it in the hole in my neighbor's yard. In your neighbor's yard? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want this in my yard. Well, right? well, well, he doesn't want to take any chances on this one, does he? <laughs> I'll for surely fight you on that one, yeah, especially if I'm your neighbor. <laughs> if I'm your neighbor, I'm going to be fighting you big time. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's say that I have a vacant field. You know, yeah, my, my neighbor's field. not there. He okay, it's your me. own land. You, uh, you might sell it to somebody someday, though, Garth. Yeah. Yeah. And it still goes into the groundwater. What do you think about that? So you're still fighting me properly on this I'm still fighting one. you, yes. Okay. Well, storm sewers. You know, storm sewers have a lot of nastiness that they, that they treat. Actually, they don't treat. Storm sewers just go straight into who knows where. But where they don't do they actually go? go to a treatment plant. They'll, they'll go to oh, whatever river or lake rush, happens to be near. They just wash back out to the local yeah, to mm, wherever. recreation area. And nice. So then, so then the, I'm going to have to fight you because I like to water ski. Okay. <laughs> don't want any pollution in the water I'm you, skiing in. You don't want my solvents on your water skis. No, there's nothing worse. Well, well you know, we have a local lake here and... It was polluted for a while because people were dumping into it. Before that, it was a really nice lake. But my experience was you're skiing along. It's not a very deep lake. And when you get done, you have all this green, slimy stuff on your legs. It's not fun. And see, there, there's a bonus. You could actually have the, the solvent kill the green, slimy stuff. Oh, because that actually might be a natural 
algae or something, you know? <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't think it's plankton because it's not the ocean. Then but you've <laughs> got solvent all over your skin and then you've got rashes all over the Maybe place. Maybe it's some sort of healthy green chlorophyll. Who knows? <laughs> I just need to lick it off my legs. <laughs> don't want to put it in the trash. You definitely don't want to leave it in the house. And you definitely don't want to leave it in the house underneath the sink. You know, um, th- th- these are not good places to now, deal with. Okay, why are you mentioning under the sink? Is that because I mentioned that I like to put things under my sink? Well, because we all put that kind of that stuff That just kind of seems you know, to be the location, doesn't it? Yeah, that's it? where the Ajax goes. That's, that's where right. the ammonia goes so and the chlorine. And... Are you saying just don't put the solvent under there? Or are you saying don't put any of those other special things we use right? I mean, I always learned from home management that you put things at the point of first use, which just right. happens to be where I use my which Clorox and my right Ajax and my... <laughs> put the Clorox and the ammonia on opposite sides. So basically what I'm saying is the dead chemicals, you know, the dead bottles that, you know, maybe I'm looking at this solvent and I'm thinking, okay, I don't want to dump this on the ground. I can't dump it to the drain. I can't put it in the storm sewer. I can't put it in the trash. I, you know, I can't do anything with this. So I'm just going to go put it back in my house and store it there. Now, when you say solvent, are you talking about paint solvents? I mean, I'm sorry to throw this out at the very last here, but I love this stuff called dissolve it or uh-huh. that goo gone that gets off chewing are, gum and adhesive tapes. And-, uh-huh. and I'm saying, you know, if you've got it there and you want it there and you're using it, that's great. And I don't have a problem with that at all. My thing is that don't just put it underneath the sink because you don't know what else to do with it and you're going to store it. It's just because you don't want to have to get rid of it some other way. Okay. Well, I I do use my solvents. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, anyway. Especially, you know, I think the solvents you're using, you're probably talking about a small tube. I'm referring more to maybe a one-gallon container that, again, it's five years old. We just don't know what to do with it, so we take it into the house and put it underneath the sink. So, is turpentine considered a solvent? Yes. Okay. Yes. All of those. Good to know. So we've told you a lot about what not to do. Should we should we go into Yeah, what? we should go into positive territory. Yeah. Okay. And we'll we'll see if you fight me on these because these are EPA recommendations. I'll I'll have more of a backup if you're fighting me on these. All right. Item number one is don't remove the label. You okay. Know, you need to know what it is. I'm a yes man I'm a yes woman on that. Yes woman on yes that. Yes woman one. on that. Item number two is don't store it in a food container. Yes, woman, on that. Now, the story that I have, I guess we probably shouldn't name the restaurant, but it's a local story that happened fairly, I'm going to say about a a year ago. Really? Somebody had stored a nasty chemical at a local restaurant, and they put it in a food container. Mm. And then because there was the mix-up, that nasty chemical got added to the recipe. No, it was actually a drink. Somebody actually drank the stuff. Oh, you're kidding me. Huge lawsuit. Somebody almost lost their life. And this national chain almost, I don't know if they're going to stay in business. You know, they might have figured out a hundred different ways to make sure that never happens again. But I'm just not going to go there. I'm really curious. You're going to have to tell me afterward. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and you, the listener, if you're that curious, I'm sure that a few Google... Call me uh, later. Yeah. <laughs> so don't store it in food containers. Now, uh, this is actually a personal story, too, because, again, I mentioned earlier that I have peroxide in my garage. Yes. I also have water stored in my garage. You know, I can see how this could happen, because sometimes we're looking for a smaller container, 
For example, if you're trying to make a first aid kit and you buy the peroxide by the bulk uh-huh. and you want a smaller container of it, you could put it in a, a non-distinguishable and somebody might mistake it for something else. You know, I mean, I can see this happening. I really can. The Walmart grade peroxide is going to be 3%. I have stuff that's 50%. And Ooh, it will, wow. I don't know because I've never tried it yet, but I kind of suspect it would dissolve a body. No wonder you're on the list. <laughs> <laughs> we thought you were a mess. <laughs> We thought you were a meth rehab guy, but Breaking who bad. knows? Maybe Once some again. of those high school enemies, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so the last thing I would ever want to have happen is for the peroxide that I'm storing in the garage to be mistaken for the water that I'm storing there. Somebody drinks that, they're dead. Wow. And even the 3% that the rest of us might you know, be buying, if that's still being stored in the garage... It's not going to be good. I've heard it can be toxic if it gets a little bit old, too. So Yeah, and... Got to keep an eye out for it. You know how how when you do mouthwash with peroxide? I love that. Yeah, it's a great product. How it foams up? Yeah. If it foams up inside your stomach, it can asphyxiate you. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, you get all that foam going there. It gets up into your pipes, and you can't breathe. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, again, this this all goes back to just being aware... I have a whole new respect for hydrogen peroxide, (laughs) and I've always liked it. Yeah, me too. So don't store it in food containers. If you've got corroding containers, it needs to be disposed of at a hazmat office, or uh, a lot of times you can dispose of it at the fire department. Okay. So they'll take care of it as well. What do they Uh, do with it, by the way? I mean, what, you know, I'm just curious. You know, I believe they... Mix it with something like kitty litter so that it is, ah. and then they'll dispose of that as the hazardous waste. I see. So they have ways, and again, it's going to depend on what kind of chemical that you are handing them. But what they're not going to do is they're not going to mix them all together. I here's see. Here's some chlorine, here's some peroxide, here's some ammonia. So Put it's them all just together one and... item with the kitty litter and <laughs> bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're not going to do that. And by the way, if you as the homeowner do that sort of thing, bad things happen. You know, that's when people start dying. Oh, wait, when you mix the peroxide with the kitty litter, people what? start dying? Uh, no, if you're mixing chlorine and oh, ammonia and okay. you know, whatever else you got, paint thinner, you know, try to drop it all. Don't do it yourself. Preferred waste management... You know, I'm sure that I have frustrated a number of people because what they've heard is don't, 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 don't. And the question is, well, what can I do then? You know, what is okay? I can't store it underneath my sink, can't store it in the garage, can't throw it away, can't, you know, can't do anything. We're going to go down that road in the next segment. We're going to talk about what EPA prefers that we do with all of the above. That sounds good. uh, And we'll delay your next mention until that is done. All right. Should we sign off this segment? Keep me waiting. Keep me waiting. (laughs) Force you to wait. Yeah. Be yourself, Heidi. All right. Everybody else is taken for sure. That is true. Hey, this is Julie McKay with your Natural Solutions Tip for the Day. Are you looking for a way to repel those insects while you're doing your dirty jobs with the home medic? You might need our recipe for our insect repellent. Our natural insect repellent. Reach out to us at naturalsolutions at homemedicworld.com.